Good morning. As we have our, our as we have people still coming in and still grabbing their seats, I'd like to welcome you um, to our mitten tree service this morning. Now, before we get started uh, officially, I'd just like to ask uh, Reverend Rosemary to come up. She has a brief announcement. Good morning. I'm Reverend Rosemary Morrison, and it's my pleasure and honor to serve this congregation. What a lovely group we've got this morning. This is awesome. Um, and that I love, just so you know. The sound of children in a sanctuary on a Sunday morning is the sound of growth. <laughs> it's okay, Astral. Not a problem. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. Um, so next, um, Christmas Eve service. Who's planning on coming to Christmas Eve service? Okay, more, more of you. <laughs> and um, so Christmas Day, um, I'm going to be... <laughs> Freddie's having a good time. <laughs> um, Christmas Day, who are, who's planning on coming here Christmas Day for the open house? One, two, three. Okay. Okay, that's just one turkey. It's, no more? Okay. We'll find out if there's, we're going to need one or two turkeys. So on, on Christmas Day, it, any time you want. I'll be here by 10. Okay, Audrey's bringing five people, so two turkeys. Any, anyway, the point of the point of this service, uh, that's not a service on, on Christmas Day, the point of it is that if you are finding yourself alone or lonely or driving to some place, you can pop in for a cup of coffee, a glass of orange juice, a snack. Um, the, the church will simply be open, and there will be things for you to do if you don't have anything to do. So there'll be board games out and a puzzle, and there'll be food, and if you wish to bring snacks, that's great. Um, dinner will be served around five. You can come for five minutes and say Merry Christmas. You can come in the morning and stay all day. It's entirely up to you. So that's, that's, the, that's what all I wanted to announce this morning. Thank you, Reverend Rosemary. So welcome everyone to the annual and beloved Mitten Tree Service at the Unitarian Church of Edmonton. My name is Oksana Atwood, my pronouns are she, her, and I will be your service leader for the first half of this morning. Later, Jones Harvey will lead the second half. So the Unitarian Church of Edmonton is a liberal religious community. It is self-financed and congregationally directed church. Our church is a member of the Canadian Unitarian Council, or CUC. So that's who we are. And what do we believe in? Well, we believe that every aspect of nature is related to every other. We value these interrelationships in our natural world and amongst ourselves while also celebrating the uniqueness of human beings, cultures, faiths, and ideas. Recognizing both the land and its people are interconnected, we respectfully acknowledge that we are located on Treaty 6 territory. Therefore, we have a shared obligation to learn respect, honor, and sustain. First Nations communities here and around the world recognize the upcoming winter solstice, not only as the shortest day of the year, but as a time of celebration, ritual, and tradition. So whether you're in our online community or here in the sanctuary or watching this in the future on YouTube, 
We hope you find something in the rituals, traditions, and celebrations today that warms your soul. We ask you to quiet your devices and to settle yourself as we open the service now with a musical prelude presented by Karen Mills. Because this is a youth-led service, we have a number of young volunteers in different roles throughout, uh, throughout our morning. So I'd like to ask uh, Ashton to come up to do our chalice lighting and to light our candle for Ukraine, and Declan to read for us a little bit about our lighting today. Do you hear what I hear by Gloria Shane Baker and Noel Regney? who was a Unitarian and wrote this song in protest against the Cuban missile strikes. Do you hear what I hear, said the night wind to the little lamb? Do you see what I see, way up in the sky, little lamb? Do you see what I see? A star, a star dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite, said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy, do you hear what I hear? A song, a song high above the trees, with a voice as big as the sea. Our opening hymn this morning is, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. You will see the words on the screen, so please stand if you are willing and able, and join in singing.
The placing of candles upon a circle of evergreens is an age-old tradition. Lighting additional candles each day or week as the light wanes has been a part of human rituals for centuries upon centuries. We are warned by the glow. We are reminded that the wheel of the season will turn and brilliant lengthening days will return. The original advent wreath in the Christian tradition dates back to the 16th century and included a candle for each of the 24 days leading up to Christmas. For us here in this time, the circle of evergreens remind us that light and love will never end. We light candles each week with anticipation, as we know a new season will soon be here. The days will become longer, and we know the warmth of the candles will soon be replaced by the warmth of the sun. On the first Sunday of Advent, we lit candles of hope, um, and here we have them being lit. And on the second Sunday, we were reminded of peace that can be born in the world and in our hearts. Last week, we celebrated joy with our third Advent candle. And this week, we light for the first time the candle of love. As the wheel of the seasons turns and we are brought closer and closer to the sun, we are reminded of how love is the source of compassion and warmth. Love animates our days and it informs our decisions and it quickens our hearts. This fourth advent candle represents all we hold dear, our precious memories of caring for one another and our beautiful planet that sustains us. Love knows us, it holds us, and it nurtures us. May, um, many find love, may, may love find us this Advent season as, the rest, as we rest here for a moment and take in the stillness and be present to ourselves and to those around us. We light the candle of love. Thank you, Declan, and thank you, Ashton. The next part of our service is sharing our abundance, and we have two volunteers, Andrew and Alec, who will be helping us today. The Unitarian Church of Edmonton is a liberal religious community. It is a self-financed and congregationally directed church. Our church is a member of the Canadian Unitarian Council, and generosity is one of the spiritual values we recognize as central to our personal and institutional well-being. For the month of December, we are sharing our abundance with the minister's discretionary fund. So this is the fund with which the minister can use to provide confidential assistance to those facing immediate food, safety, or shelter needs. This is a direct way to have a positive impact on the lives of congregants and our community members. E-transfers are also gratefully accepted with information on how to do so on our website. We thank you for your generosity and support. <clears throat> And now we have a piano duet.
together we'll sing from you I receive. <clears throat> tree service, it's important to learn a little bit about uh, why we have this uh, tradition in our church. So I have a little poem uh, to do, and uh, I've asked the children to participate. So if we have any children around, now's the time to grab your mittens. There was a lonely little tree whose branches were quite bare. The other trees made fun of it and showed they didn't care. One day, a little girl, one day, some children walked by and saw the little tree. They thought they could help it, as you will quickly see. So Noah, Astral, Kirill, and Freddy came up to the mitten tree. They took their mittens out of the cold and put them on the branches. Before too long, the children <clears throat> came up to join in all the fun. Noah, Astral, Kirill, and Freddy thought that putting mittens on the tree would be fun. <laughs> so they gathered up their mittens, all beautiful and bright, and they threw them on the branches, and it was a pretty sight. Some poor children happened by and saw the mitten tree. They put the mittens on and danced around happily. Then a strange thing happened while the children stood around. A glowing light came from the tree from the top right to the ground. At first the children were confused, but then they understood the light. The story says a gift of love can make the whole world bright. Thank you to our children and thank you to Alara for making our tree bright. You can all grab a seat. <clears throat> so please stay seated for our next hymn. We're going to be listening to a vers version of Shchedrik, a Ukrainian carol. So we've lit um, a special candle here to remind us of what's happening in Ukraine, but also around the world. Uh, and this song is appropriate because it's the 100th anniversary of the song that we all know in English as Carol of the Bells. So join us in listening to the Christmas Carol, Carol of the Bells.
Hello, everyone. My name is Jones Harvey. I will be leading the second half of this service, and my pronouns are they and them. So I would now like to lead us all in a moment of mindfulness and meditation. I'll speak briefly on mindfulness, and then I'll read The Moment of Magic by Reverend Victoria Safford. And when I am done, we'll sit together for a moment in comfortable silence. I invite everyone to pause and to close your eyes if you're comfortable doing so, to breathe and find the tension and discomfort in your body. I invite you to readjust where you are sitting or perhaps standing or laying and to release any of the tension you may be holding on to. Focus for a moment on your breathing and your body. Feel your breath as your chest and stomach rise and fall. Allow yourself to let go of any of the tension that you've collected this month. Thank your body for holding on so well and release this tension with gratitude. The Moment of Magic by Victoria E. Safford. Now is the moment of magic when the whole round earth turns again toward the sun. And here's a blessing. The days will be longer and brighter now, even before the winter settles in to chill us. Now is the moment of magic when people beaten down and broken with nothing left but misery and candles and their own clear voices kindle tiny lights and whisper secret music. And here's a blessing. The dark universe is suddenly illuminated by the lights of the menorah, suddenly ablaze with the lights of the canara. And the whole world is glad and loud with winter singing. Now is the moment of magic when an Eastern star beckons the ignorant toward an unknown goal. And here's a blessing. They find nothing in the end but an ordinary baby, born at midnight, born in poverty, and the baby's cry, like the bells ringing, makes, makes people wonder as they wander through their lives what human love might really look like, sound like, feel like. Now is the moment of magic. And here's a blessing. We already possess all the gifts we need. We've already received our presence. Ears to hear music, eyes to behold lights, hands to build true peace on earth, and to hold each other tight in love. Thank you all for taking this moment of rest with me. I'd now like to invite us to sing Silver Bells. Please rise in body and spirit as you are willing and able.
I'd now like to invite up Ren to read the story of the evergreen tree, or why the evergreens never lose their leaves. Good morning. I'm Ren Harder-Tessier, he, him. I am reading The Evergreens Never Lose Their Leaves. It has quite a lot of titles and quite a lot of versions. This is just the one that I'm reading today. On a day a very long time ago, the air was getting cold. Winter was coming, and the birds had flown far to the south, where the air was warm and there were plenty of berries and seeds. But one little bird had broken its wing and could not fly with the others. It was all alone, with winter on the way. The trees in the forest looked warm, so it made its way to the trees as well as it could, hopping and fluttering carefully with its broken wing to ask for help. First, it came to a birch tree. Beautiful birch tree, it said. My wing is broken and my friends have flown away. May I live among your branches till they come back to me? No, indeed, said the birch tree, drawing its fair green leaves away. The squirrels are trouble enough. I can do nothing for you. The birch is not very strong, said the little bird to itself, and it might be that it could not hold me easily. I will ask the oak. So the bird fluttered over to an oak tree and said, Great oak tree, you are so strong. Will you let me live on your boughs till my friends come back in the spring? Until the spring, cried the oak. That is a long way off. How do I know what you might do in all that time? You might even eat all my acorns. Away with you. Maybe the willow will be kinder to me, thought the bird. So it hopped over to a willow near a brook and said, Gentle willow, my wing is broken and I cannot fly to the south with the other birds. May I live in your branches till spring? The willow drew itself up proudly and said, I'm afraid not. You see, I do not know you, and we willows never involve ourselves with strangers. There should be other trees somewhere that will take care of you. Leave me at once. The poor little bird did not know what to do. It started to hop and flutter it as best it could, slowly, towards the south. But before it had gone very far, it heard a voice. Little bird, the voice said, where are you going? I don't really know, answered the bird sadly, as it looked up to see a spruce tree. I can't find a tree to live on for the winter, and I can't fly south with my broken wing. I won't get there before winter comes. Come right here then, said the spruce tree. You can live on my branches. I do not mind. May I stay until spring, asked the little bird hopefully. Of course, answered the spruce tree. Here is the branch where my leaves are thickest and softest. So the little bird hopped and fluttered up the spruce and nestled in gratefully. A pine tree that stood beside the spruce spoke up and said, My branches are not very thick, but I am big and strong. I can protect you and the spruce from the cold winter wind. I can help too, said a little juniper bush near the base of the spruce. I am not very big, but I can give you berries to eat all winter long. So the little bird was very comfortable in its warm, soft nest, sheltered from the wind with a belly full of berries. The other trees of the forest looked on and talked amongst themselves. I would not have a bird making a mess of my boughs, said the birch. I wouldn't risk my acorns, said the oak. I never have anything to do with strangers, said the willow. And the trees drew their leaves closely about them.
That night, the winter wind came to the woods to play. It blew on the leaves with its icy breath, and every leaf it touched turned brown and dry and fell to the ground. It flitted about the woods happily, but as it neared the spruce, the pine, and the juniper, the Frost King spoke out and said, Stop! Do not take their leaves, for they have been kind to the little bird with the broken wing. From now on, they may keep their leaves through the winter. So the winter wind left them alone, and the spruce, the pine, and the juniper kept their leaves and remained green through all the year. They have done so ever since, and that is why they are known as evergreens. Thank you very much, Ren. So, this is our mitten tree service, and I think we've reached that time. I think it's time for the mitten tree. Does everyone have mittens? Mittens, socks, hats, scarves. We have baskets with extra mittens and extra hats in case you don't have any. So put your hand up if you need mittens. We have plenty. <laughs> Once we all have our mittens and our hats and our socks and all of our lovely warm things, we're all going to get up if you're able and approach the tree. And we're going to do a countdown. And it's going to be very dramatic. And then we will throw all of our mittens. <laughs> Do any of the kids want to help me with the countdown? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> we will all help out with the countdown. Do we all have mittens? If you don't have mittens, put your hand up. Why not? It's cold. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> all right, I think we all have mittens now. So if we'd all like to stand up and approach the tree from a safe throwing distance. <laughs> don't take, don't get too close, you will hit with the mittens. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do a countdown. Hey, well, I have a countdown. Whoa, whoa. All right? We're all going to join in on my countdown. We're going to start from 10. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs>
to bless our mitten tree for us. <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> Freddie's still having fun. There we go. <laughs> and there's even a basket in the tree to help uh, gather the mittens up. So I have to admit that... Um, when I first viewed this scene last year, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, we're just throwing things. Why are we throwing things? And this year I found myself throwing things. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, change my tune, obviously. Uh, from, I don't really like mitten tree to, gee, that was fun. I really like mitten tree. So, The generosity of your hearts and the lightheartedness of your spirit has created a wonderful, wonderful thing for us this morning. So every pair of mittens and every pair of socks and every hat, every toque represents someone that may be suffering, may be cold, and will really appreciate your kindness, your gifts. So let's together send out some beautiful, warm thoughts to those that are going to be the recipients of these mittens. Wish them well. Hope for a better future. 
hope for a lessening of the suffering in our homes, in our city, in our province, in our country, and in the world. May we all be blessed, and may all the recipients be blessed with generosity, with kindness, and with warmth. Amen. I'll announce the next hymn since I've got a microphone on my face. <laughs> mitten tree. We're going to sing, oh, mitten tree. Please rise in body or in spirit as you are willing and able. to read our words and Ashton to extinguish our chalice. Thank you. Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king, do you know what I am? I'm your palace warm, mighty king. Do you know what I know? A child, a child shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold, said the king to the people everywhere. Listen to what I say. Pray for peace, people everywhere. Listen to what I say. The child, the child is sleeping in the night, and he will bring us goodness and light. And now I offer you these words of benediction. Do not be dismayed by the brokenness of the world. Things can break, but things can be mended too but not with time, as they say, with intention. So go, and love intentionally, and love unconditionally, and love, most importantly, love extravagantly. For the broken world waits in darkness for the light that is in you. Go in peace, gentle people, go in peace. Amen. And we will gather, we're going to sing the, um, our glinking song, Carry the Flame. And then I'm just going to invite you to hang out in here and visit with one another, maybe grab another cup of coffee. But please come back in here. We're actually not done. We're waiting for our special guest. So you have to stay in the sanctuary for our special guest. Carry the Flame.
Thank you.